Today's podcast is brought to you by Eggshell Light Company. For over 45 years, Eggshell Light Company has been the go-to specialty shop handling the lighting needs for all that grace the shores of beautiful Hawaii. Combining the artistic methods of the theater with the speed and efficiency of the musical touring industry, they have pioneered event lighting throughout the Hawaiian Islands. They specialize in supply of top shelf equipment and designers for broadcast concerts, corporate, and special events. From the smallest weddings to televised concerts and the largest corporate clients, they know this is your most important event. It is their goal to make sure you feel that way. Aloha from Eggshell Light Company. Welcome everyone to another episode of LD at Large Podcast. My name is Chris Lose. I am the designer relations developer at Ayrton Lighting as well as columnist for PLSN Magazine. I hope you're all enjoying listening and reading. It's another day in during the isolation period. I've been uh, really uh, reflecting these days on uh, what it is to be in the entertainment industry when there's no entertainment to be had, at least not the, the entertainment that we're accustomed to. I've been really excited and optimistic to seeing that the arts are still thriving in so many ways and people are really finding ways to reach out and connect to each other. So I thought today would be another great day to reach out to a, a longtime friend of mine in the industry who has adapted in many ways and changed from, from one role in our industry to another. And he's constantly been evolving and changing and making sure that he can stay in the entertainment industry, providing so many different roles and, and bouncing from, uh, from different service to different service. So Donnie Ladico, thank you so much for reaching out and uh, hanging out with me today. Donnie Ladico is the Director of Lighting and Senior Account Executive at Video West out of Phoenix. Thank you for reaching out today. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Thanks for having me, Chris. It's, uh, it's good to chat with you. Good to chat with all our friends in the entertainment industry. Yeah, it is definitely one of the things that I miss the most. Yeah, I, I love the, the house lights go and I love the cheer of the audience, but it, it's really hanging out with all of our friends that I miss the most. The days at Coachella or something where it's just a constant stream of designers and technicians and, you know, all the festivals that we go to and all the different events that, that I miss the most. Absolutely. I mean, hanging out with all our buddies and getting to work with our, uh, you know, immediate road family uh, i mean some of the relationships you know have been lifelong right and uh i miss them much like you're just saying i miss them terribly right now you know but it's good to reach out by phone and zoom meetings god i can't tell you how many zoom meetings i've been on since march <laughs> i just finished two more just to, honestly just hung up with one to, to, to hop on with you just now you know <laughs> the 2d version of donnie is pretty awesome but the 3d is much much better. I, uh, I, I love the 3D version much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the 3D version of you as well, my friend. It's, uh, miss seeing everybody's face. Yeah. So I wanted to reach out to you today because you are uh, among, when I think of people who adapt in the industry, I, I think of you first and foremost, because you have done, you've bounced back and forth. You've had the designer hat on and then you've done the executive uh, hat. You've done account rep hat. You've done you've just been in the industry for so long that uh, there's nothing that can happen. You're like, well, I, I clearly have to get out of the industry. And uh, for the first time in our lives, we all kind of had to reflect like, wow, what, what does it mean to be in our industry? So let's kind of get into how you got into the industry and what, what lengths you'll go to to stay in it. Right. I, I blame, <laughs> I blame my, my uh, 
my lifelong career are my cousin John. Used to grow. John's to blame. Yeah, John's to blame. He uh, lived across from us as kids, and his dad had the, had the band, right? So uh, at a very young age, I was humping gear up and down the stairs of every American Legion, you know, locally, you know. And and back in those days, it was the big world, sir, organ, and the, you know, it was it was a lot of work, right? But I loved it, right? For something something caught my my heart right so uh i just i just kept doing it and um you know all through high school i was like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and then it came metal shop and of course metal shop was great because for my project in metal shop i built my first 24 park hands wow so uh and those 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 hung with me for quite a while <laughs> and uh then of course uh you know, we bought some, you know, dimmers and all that. And then, uh, you know, being from a town of, uh, I guess about 2000 people, um, you know, Buffalo was close and Buffalo was a great, uh, great launching pad for, for the entertainment business. You know, we got Billy Sheehan from there. We got the Goo Goo Dolls from there. We got 10,000 maniacs from that area. Um, all kinds of talent that comes from there. Right. So, uh -huh. um, so I, at a very young age, you know, was in the bars working, doing whatever, being a roadie, being a, a backline guy. And then all of a sudden, you know, geez, I think we want to do lighting full time. Right. So that I, I jumped into that and, and, and quickly, uh, you know, got into the club circuit and had some in houses back in Buffalo, New York. And then was like, I need to make, I wanted to make another step. Right. It's like, so then, you know, of course I found C factor. And I worked for Bob for years, right? And, and he had a good eye for talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great people that came out of came out of good old Long Island City, you know. And uh, it was sink or swim because Bob uh, either sank or swam, swam with Bob, right? <laughs> Miracle minutes and everything. Uh, but yeah, so um, I cut my teeth a lot in New York, and. Uh, had a lot of good opportunities um, to start my touring career, and it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of people. I traveled to places that I never believed that I'd be able to travel to, right? And and enjoy it and have a job, right? How old were you on your first tour? Um, I think I was like twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, That's a good start, been, and just uh, just yeah. able to drink and tour yeah. at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So about, about 22. I'd done some regional stuff younger, but I, I, I'll say it was 22. And, you know, so from there, you know, you just meet people and uh, get opportunities. There was something about humping all that cable up those stairs of the American Legion. You're like, this is something I'm going to do forever. So, all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to I hump four up till the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, on the design side of things, have, have, you know, a lot of opportunities. And, you know, when I was working for Toad the Wet Sprocket back in the day, you know, they were, they were kind of like on fire, right? They had, they had some great number one songs and they were just, you know, mm -hmm. big in the college circuit. And then Rusted Group came along. And, uh, of course, they were big in the college circuits. And then... You know, and through all that time, I was pretty much working for Bob, but freelancing, 
you know, working for Bob C was still freelancing, you know, um, and I got to go out with uh, Howard Ungerleiter on Rush and, and Sean Richardson, and then got to go do some stuff with uh, Peter Gabriel. That wow. was fun. Uh, did that with. Uh, How old were you when you were out with Rush? Um, I think right around 25. Okay. Yeah. So amongst your circle of friends, you were, you were the guy who was out with Rush. They're like, yeah, this is my friend Donnie. He's, he works with Rush. Yeah, except back home, I was never home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So the circle of friends were on the bus, <laughs> you know. Isn't it uh, funny how, how quickly that happens? You, one day, you're just a, you're a random guy who's getting on a bus together, and then six months later, you're like, oh, my God, we are somewhere along the way. We've become best friends. Yeah. Exactly. And now I'm about right. to go home to where my friends used to be and all my friends are here on the bus. Right. And, you know, you go home after being gone for eight months, you know, and especially when you're younger, a lot of those friends, you know, they're going to college or they've got girlfriends or they've, you know, they just moved on with their lives, you know. And, uh, you know, that was one thing I found actually pretty difficult was like, because um, back in the early days, it was gig to gig to gig, you know, and you'd go home for two, two weeks, maybe change some change of clothes and, and you're back out again for another six, eight months, you know? Yeah. So I, I want to say, you know, if one part of my career that I could go back and change, I, I would have loved to stay closer with a lot of my, my friends from back home. I still talk to a lot of them and still have a lot of friends back home, but you know, um, there's a lot of people you lose touch with. And now granted with Facebook, you can, you know, you're, you're in touch with all your high school friends and all that again. So that, that part's cool, you know? But Christ, until Facebook came along, it was like, I wonder what happened to, to John Smith. That's you right. Know? That's you right. Know? So, uh, you know, technology is great now. You know, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse in that way, isn't it? Yeah. It is a blessing and, and a curse. You can't get away from it anymore, right? Yeah, there are some high school friends that I would have loved to have lost touch with, but uh, they're right there again. <laughs> they See, right you. there. Yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse, they're all, they're, they're all still there. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's just something I didn't, I didn't foresee. And I don't know if a lot of people that are coming into our industry will, because it happens so gradually and imperceptibly, but you've got your best friends at home and then you're out for four months and then they, they migrate away or they just, they, they find new things or they forget about you out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, it's nobody's fault. It, no, nobody's doing it intentionally. It just, it just happens. And the next thing you know, you've come home. And you, uh, you've, you've slept off your tour and you've got a day at home. You're like, who am I going to go hang out with? I'm going to go drink out with all my buddies. And they're like, yeah, we all have families now, man. We don't, we don't go do that stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's tough. It, it, you have to completely change your identity when you're, when you're gone that much. Yeah. I remember when I first started C Factor and Bob, you know, he's like, what'd you come work here for? I said, cause I want to go out and I want to be a lighting designer. It's like, it's like, you know, there's uh there's only so many of you, uh, so many of those guys in the industry. So you better get back to Cable Bay, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, uh, you go, go down the road and I think, you know, six or eight months later, we were having another conversation and, you know, by that time he'd, he'd started giving me some rope to hang myself. And, uh, he's like, it's a young man's game. You better have yep. a way to get out. He's like, you better have a way to get out. Cause you can't tour your whole life, you know? Um, although I know a lot of guys who still do and still love it. Yeah. You know, um, 
think for me, um, there just came a point that I was just kind of, you know, maybe I'm done with this, you know, maybe I'm done with, with, with touring, but I wasn't done with lighting, but I was just, I knew I, I had done enough, you know? Would you say it was, uh, was it your knees? Was it your back or was it just your, uh, was it your mental state that, you, that uh, determined that decision? I think you hit the trifecta. A little bit of everything, huh? <laughs> my knees, my knees, my back, and my mental state. Yeah. Yeah, it, knees. I can get past that. My back, I can still, still going. But eventually, uh, all three of them, you're like, man, that's it's time to reevaluate. Yeah, I think it. it you know, it just came to a point where uh, mentally, I was in a spot where I was just like, you know, I. I I, I didn't, I don't want to say I was sick of traveling, but I was sick of the grind. I still, yeah. I, I still enjoyed the show por portion. You know, I enjoyed that hour and a half, you know, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the focus portion, you know, but the, the long bus rides, you know, the days off, days off were okay if you were in a cool place, but just got to be yeah. too much, you know, so you know, at some point you just have to make a decision, right? What do I do? How do I get out? And, uh, fortunately for me, uh, when I was doing the Goo Goo Dolls, um, I had met Ted Fowler, uh, a few years, few years back, you know, cause he was, okay. he was still, he was still a promoter and Ted, Ted wanted somebody to, to help him with the corporate. And I was like, well, I'd like to do some corporate work, you know? And, uh, and that's how I got into that. That was basically my luckily off the road, easy way to get off the road, you know, was, okay. You, you, you meet somebody and, and, uh, stay in touch with them. And maybe when you, it's just time for a change, you know, it's, the timing's just right, you know? So Money or was it the schedule of corporate that uh, enticed you more? It was both because I, you know, I could be home more. Right. I could be home more, and you know, the money was the money was nice. Were you still on the East Coast then? I was. Okay, and so you decided. Well, there's plenty, there's plenty of corporate events going over here in New York and Buffalo, and so and so now I can I can still hold a position while working around my around my hometown yeah i mean kind of like by the time i was <laughs> by the time i had finished the goose uh i was just about ready to go through a divorce so it was an easy it <laughs> does help make decisions it, it, it made an easy decision to move that's basically when i moved from the east coast to the west coast was uh when I finished Goo Goo Dolls, uh, like I said, I was getting ready to go through divorce, and uh, it was an easy transition to the to the West Coast, you know, where Ed and Ted's was, you know. Nice. So uh, that yeah, that was an, an easy transition. But I was still, you know, so then I was just instead of designing rock shows at that point, I was designing corporate shows, you know. Right. And that was. Uh, that was awesome because it was new and fresh. Right. You know, you were learning something. There was always, you know, nine times out of 10, there was some name talent 
So I still got to see, you know, my buddies that would come through on some of the shows, right? So it was like, you know. Well, how fortunate. I, you kind of had the best of both worlds there. You still got to uh, not, uh, not endure the grind nearly as much. Right. Uh, and and still you know, I always thought... I'd always thought the corporate world, corporate world is where, you know, road guys go to die, but really not. No, we were told that when we, as a young kid, weren't we? We were yeah. told that, like, yeah, that's, you know, when you're ready to give up the the exciting life, you just go to corporate. But it's not really, it's not, it's not true. No, it's uh, it's uh, there's some really, I mean, honestly, unbelievable over the top corporate shows today using like technology that you know is so cutting edge that you, you, you can't even believe it you know it's like wow you know yeah i've had bigger talent on some of the corporate events than i've had on festivals oftentimes mm-hmm. yeah they've got they've got that money and they'll sit and they'll make sure that they do every gag they know how to do for the corporate events like no i need to impress all the people in this room exactly you know, it's a captive audience and you, it's, uh, it's all on the, the corporate sponsor. We're like, no, look at what we did for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can only imagine you've seen some extremely extravagant corporate events, uh, especially in, uh, in Phoenix and all over the West coast that, uh, people just like the budget for this is what? Yeah. Yeah. No, the budget, you know, pre COVID <laughs> pre COVID the budgets were, you know, quite nice. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, post COVID. I think it's probably going to be a slow go, but we'll see, you know, uh, yeah, we'll figure I'm it out. Stay, I'm going to stay optimistic and upbeat about it all. You know? So you and I, because we both know the situation, we can justify it. And we know the, the ramifications, but a lot of the, your, a lot of the friends in your circle, did they understand what's happening when you switch from being the LD for the Goo Goo Dolls to being an account executive? Does that uh, does that affect you at all? Uh, I remember my first, you know, like when I made the actual switch, I was still at Ed and Ted's then. It had not become Epic yet. But uh, I had made the switch to pretty much selling uh, and, you know, retained a couple of small accounts uh, just for my head. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, I'd go out on a show that I'd sold, you know, and, uh, you know, Christ, you'd pick up a wrench <laughs> and, and guys be like, dude, what are you doing? You're a sales guy now. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, what am I going to do? Sit over here and watch everybody work, you know? So I think for the first year or two, it was just like, I just, you know, had a really, the transition for me was hard. It know? is hard to transition from, you know, either, you know, lighting designer, board operator, whatever, into a sales role Uh where you're just supposed to take care of the client, you know, uh, and, you know, manage your gig. Um, It it was a, it was a a task that I had to, uh, you know, I had to get over it. So I, (laughs) you know, I, I, it took a couple years, but as time went on, you know, I just learned like, I'm not, I, I, I'm not here to do that anymore. I'm, I'm here to take <laughs> care of the client and, you know, make sure that the, the show, you know, every, they have all the tools that they need for a successful gig, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I picture you humping cable up a uh, stairs again, 
And like, yeah. who's that guy? Is that the house electrician? Like, no, that's Donnie. He's the account yeah. rep on this one. He's the, <laughs> he sold this to her. Why yeah. is he humping cable? We don't know. <laughs> and, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny because, uh, there is a gig not too long ago that, that I was on. It was probably two, three years ago. And, and, and the production for no fault of their own, you know, it was just, I don't remember if it was weather or what it was, but it was something and they were there behind. So, you know, at that point I was like, well, hell I'm, I'm jumping in like it or not, you know? And I did, I, I jumped in and, and it was fun. And it was, a, it was a great day, you know? And after that night we went out and we had drinks. It was like, Oh, when was the last time you did that? Ladico. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Been a minute. Gonna be sore tomorrow, you know, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, uh, it definitely helps the transition, doesn't it? It does. It does, you know, because uh, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The technology has changed a lot, but it's like riding a bike. Uh, yeah. My favorite account reps are, are very like-minded in that regard. The, that uh, when it comes time to sling a wrench, they're, they're there to do it. They don't, you know, I don't expect them to do it for long, but they, they're still willing to do it. They'll get in there. They'll hang some lights. They'll, uh, uh, you know, Swing a wrench and uh, throw some safeties on. Yeah, because that's stopping. Yeah, let's face it. You know, like even though I'm an account rep, you know, you know, some of my guy, you know, some of my clients will tell you, you know, I, I, I pretty much still go to damn near every gig. I try and get out to every gig, um, and I'm still out there on the floor looking, watching, you know, checking gear, checking quality that comes mm-hmm. out of my shop. You know, because um, uh, that's a big thing. You know, I like. I like quality, I like to have it nice, I like to have it clean, I like to have it tight, you know? Yeah. Um, got to make sure to be and see it first person. You're like, no, I was there when the trucks were unloaded and I saw everything, all the gear was there. Everything right. went. Is it because yeah. it's more about relationships that you go down and uh, you want to shake hands and kiss babies and all that? It is. Yeah. Um, I like to, you know, well, that and the, the fact that I like to, I, I still like the energy. You know, I still That's like the word. energy. I like the energy of the gig, you know? Yeah. I like, uh, you know, and whether it's a general session or a, a concert or wherever it might be, you know, it's like when the lights go down and the opening module starts or the curtain drops or whatever, you know, it's like there's that energy and you just can't, you can't replace that energy. You know, I haven't, I haven't found anything to replace that energy yet, quite honestly, Chris. Neither have I. Uh, even the big sale or starting a new huge relationship, nothing compares to that energy. The house lights go energy. I think we're addicts. I think we're totally addicted to it. I I think you and I both know there's more money to be made in other industries and there's nothing we can do about it. We're incapable of exiting this, this industry because of that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you think about the situation we're in today with COVID and, and all that. And, and, uh, all of us out of work, brothers and sisters out of work and, you know, some companies shutting horribly, you know, whatever. But I'm willing to stick this thing out, honestly, and, and do whatever it is that, you know, I have to do not only for my company, but my family, you know? Yeah. Because I don't think my family, well, I know my family doesn't, they don't want me to go get a different they don't want me to go in a different line of work because 
dad, who knows what dad's going to be then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and that's not who I am. Right. Um, so I just think, you know, we as an industry, we have to, we have to get through it. We're going to get through it. Um, it's going to be different for a while. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I think, I think it's going to be, uh, I think we're going to come out stronger cause we're, that's, that's the type of people that we are mm-hmm. in this, you know, that's what this industry is. We're, we build things, we make it better. Uh, this is coming from a, a place of only having worked in our industry, but I, I like to believe that our relationships are stronger and deeper than other industries. There are a lot of people who just sit in their cubicles and they don't live on buses with each other. You know, we have to forge relationships and, uh, and deep bonds much quicker than other people because, you know, the day you meet somebody, you're like, well, we're about to spend three months on a bus together. Right. Like it or not. Yeah. You know? Uh, whether, you know, whether I actually love you or not, I'm going to at least put on a facade that I love you for the next three months because we're, we're like this for yep. a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think you're right. You know, like, I mean, I guess before I did this a little bit, I did work in the retail sector uh, because mom and dad owned a drugstore. And boy, that was no fun. I did not like it. <laughs> that wasn't for you, huh? Oh my God. No, that was no fun. The retail sector for me was just not. Donnie, the pharmacist never, never suited you, huh? No, 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 no. And no, I never sold in school. I never, <laughs> <laughs> never did. No. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think uh, your analogy that, that we are um, an industry that, you know, bonds quicker and is probably tighter and more supportive of our coworkers than you know, 90% yeah. of, of the rest of the world, you know. Um, uh, when you I, switched I from designer to account rep, did you take all those strong relationships with you? Did you keep and maintain all those? I believe I did. I think, I think I did a pretty good job of it, you know, like, um, good for you. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good job of it, you know? And, uh, and I think that comes from not burning the bridge, right? Like not being the dickhead out on the road, you know? Yeah. Um, although there was times that I was, you know, had to be a dickhead cause maybe I was crew <laughs> chief, you know, and I had to, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> don't be a dick unless you have to be a dick don't, don't be, be a dick, dick unless you have to be a dick <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom right there yeah, words of uh, no I think uh, I think our industry is hard for people on the outside to, uh, to, to understand you know which is maybe why we have such a hard time having traction, you know, in, in, in DC. I mean, God bless Michael Strickland. He's, he's out over there beating down the damn doors for us and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. As many people are, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, we're going to come out of this thing stronger than ever. And, uh, yeah, you know, so what are lot- you doing? What are you doing during the isolation period to maintain relationships like for instance i'm reaching out to a lot of people making phone calls emails even random emails to just people like hey just checking in how you doing uh yeah 
Whether Same. you have a show or not, I'm just checking in, seeing how you're doing, making yeah. sure that everybody's above just ground. And- basically, same thing, dude. Just you know, call, call, and you know, have the list. You just run down and you call, make you know, call and make a send an email, whatever it might be. Um, send a text, you know, have a Zoom meeting. Um, you know, Zoom happy hours. My God, they've been become the thing right? <laughs> that is the thing i uh i heard that you're actually doing some some outreach in phoenix as well i, I hear that uh video west is reaching out and uh, providing some services yeah we're doing this uh an event coming up with uh, rhino uh for musically fed which is uh basically all the brothers and sisters uh in the phoenix area greater phoenix area uh, they basically come on they say they sign up to uh get a bag of food and come through and and uh they drive up and uh we give them a bag of food cheer them on you know see if they need see if we can help anything and you know it's uh they've done quite a few of these events around the country so we were happy to uh that they came to us to to be involved and you know use our use our parking lot and uh that's that's, cool uh, that's was that Wednesday of this week, the nineteenth? Little things like that turned into a, a much bigger uh, thing. Those are those are huge. Uh, just showing that people are still aware and still care, and can, we can still do the little things that mean so much to so many people. Yeah, it's uh, it's important because a lot of our you know brothers and sisters are you know they need help. Everybody needs help, you know, uh, and. Uh, trying to make it through, going to make it through, you know, so that's yeah. what we're doing. Do you find it taxing to maintain such strong relationships with so many people? I mean, we're, we're so well connected these days. I would imagine it gets taxing. I find that, you know, because you're not talking about shows all mm-hmm. the time, right? Like, Hey, what do you got going on? Like you can't, you can't sit there and ask, the same question over and over for the next six months. Right. Right. The last six months, you know, it's like, they're going to, somebody's going to get sick of you saying, what do you got going on? Hey, you know, so now it's, it's more like, how are you? Yeah. You know, how's your family? Are you making it through? You know, um, because you know, everybody doesn't want to talk about the fact that we don't have a lot of work right now. Right. Or no work right now. Right? No, it's definitely forced us to get past the scratch past the surface, hasn't it? It has. It has. And, and I think that's good, you know, because it kind of, uh, it brings it back to a more personal note. Yeah. Which is, which is why I think uh, the majority of us may have gotten into this business because there is a camaraderie in our business that's, you know, you don't see in many other businesses, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, I, f- I love the amount of relationships that we have to, to endure or get to endure in this one and, and cultivate. I also find it, I, I have to say it's taxing sometimes. You're like, man, I have so many friends and so many colleagues and clients in the industry. They're like, man, like, how do I, it's tough to maintain so many with the, with genuine care and compassion sometimes because there are some people that we've, we've had to maintain the relationship with, you know, cause, cause they have shows all the time. 
But now without that, you're like, well, no, I, turns out I still actually appreciate hanging out with you even when you don't have shows. Right. And it's, and, uh, and I, I think, uh, yeah, well, I think, um, I think a lot of, you know, my clients uh, I've actually become decent friends with, or because I, I've known so many for so long, you know, it's kind of like, you just have this friendship and this bond. So it's like, you know, they're, you know, their kids, you know, their wife, you mm-hmm. know, and then there's, you know, some of the newer clients that, you, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to get to know them. A little bit more you know talk to you know um because god there's really no show to talk about right now no right so nope. you know you talk about other things you know you surely don't want to talk about politics <laughs> <laughs> at least i don't uh but <laughs> it's inevitable though it's inevitable eventually yeah, i guess but- We'll save that. Uh, we'll save that for a much later podcast. Donnie, Donnie discusses politics. <laughs> I have to. I have to get a few pints in me first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I uh, I've been struggling maintaining constant contact with a lot of people. It's Facebook is one thing, and that's great, and I and I love seeing little snippets and stuff, but actually reaching out and doing those things where having a pint is, is just so tough these days. Uh, in some places, like I, I, I've been able to do it once or twice and I want to like check in like, Hey, I was at a restaurant with somebody, but at the same time, you also have to deal with the, all the opinions. Like what were you doing being at a restaurant? And you it's like, man, I, I did it safely. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, he was alone. He needed time. We needed to go to lunch. There was, you know, there's certain things that we just have to do to maintain we we just can't lock ourselves up in a room for any longer no. than necessary. No, especially because I think that we're, you know, in this business, especially, uh, it is such a, a face-to-face, uh, you know, contact, constant contact, you know, on mm-hmm. the gig, whatever. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to, to separate yourself from that. And I think you're, you're absolutely right. You know, um, the other day, I actually had a, a meeting with a new a new client that I never met before, right? Never wow. met this guy. And uh, it, I became a friend of a friend, you know, his potential client. And uh, I didn't know who this guy was. I didn't know where he'd been. I didn't know if he'd just, you know, been exposed, you know, what his circle of friends is, you know, and all that. So it was, it was interesting, you know, I, I, you know, I remember I got to to the restaurant before him. I got nervous, you know. I was like, and, "Wow!" And was, I, was I nervous because I meet a new client, or am I nervous because of COVID nineteen, or am I nervous because you know? So it was just this like, "Holy shit, I'm nervous." I got some butterflies, right? But wow, uh, you, you know, it kind of turned out. You know, it, it turned out that you know he was really you know a, a nice gentleman. And, uh, you know, wanted to try and figure out how to do what he's doing better and, you know, wanted to bring some new technology to what he's doing. And, you know, uh, he's in sports. He's in, he's in sports. And uh, it was, it was a, a very refreshing meeting after six months of no meeting. Wow. If that, if that makes any sense. I probably just talked myself in a huge damn circle. 
but no, uh, but to, to, to know that you were nervous for the first time in, in many years, that's, that's probably like the same feeling of doing your first rusted root show. You're like, Oh my God, what? I don't belong but, here. This is, this uh, is new. I'm telling you, dude, after like not doing this for six months, you know, <laughs> it's like, you got to put training <laughs> wheels back on. God, what am I going to talk to him about? What, what's going to happen here? This is right. a new experience. Got to get the checklist out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dust off your, uh, the old briefcase. And you're like, oh boy, how does, what is a, yeah. what does Donnie do in this situation? Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's her, it was a good meeting. I think we left it well. And I was very happy when it was over, you know, it was kind of, ah, a little bit of, you know, breath of fresh air, you know, um, cause his, he, he's still got some stuff going on. Cause a lot of his stuff is outdoors, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, okay, well, let's see where it goes. But yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think, um, just trying to, to dig in and I hate to use the word pivot. I like to use the word, uh, reimagine 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 what you can do and uh what options are out there you know look look down a different look down a different alley you know Mm -hmm. see see what's there turn over some leaves talk to your buddies you know talk to your talk to your uh talk to your talk to your friends you know sometimes you you know this reference came from a friend that's not even in the business Uh uh-huh right this guy knew that I was out of work, you know, the business had stalled and he's like, oh, I've got a buddy who does X, Y, Z and and maybe you guys should meet, you know? And I was like, sure. You know, After so, years in the industry, there was a new stone that you hadn't, uh, you hadn't yeah. turned over yet. Amazing. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it, that's the, where I think, you know, this is a blessing and a curse, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. It's also, it forces us to, you know, try and, and think outside of our comfort zone, you yeah. know, because um, I'll tell you, dude, you know, honestly, it's like looking, looking down the road, you know, I don't want to go to another industry. I don't want to have yeah. to, I don't want to have to leave 35 years of struggle and, and success blood, sweat, and tears to go, where am I going to go? You know? Right. Right. What am I going to go do? I can't even think of anything that excites me Yeah. (laughs) outside of this, you know? I I talked to a friend who, who, uh, who did pivot and he's like, dude, I make in a day what I used to make in per diem. He's like, this is, this is not cool. You know, this is, this is what going from 20 years of success to a day labor position means. And that's, it's not a pivot I'm ready to make. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing things to, to, to help, su- you know, try and support, you right. know, the, fa- the family, you know, uh, I, you know, just, just whatever odd jobs I can pick up yeah. um, because you have to float the ship, dude, you know, especially with yeah. them cutting off the, cutting off the federal right now. Um, yep. But you know, I think, uh, I think we're going to make it. I, we are, uh, we are almost out of time, Donnie, but I want to end with something that I think you and I can commiserate about. And uh, hopefully you can help me with, this is something that I, I currently struggle with. 
when I shifted from touring to sales, I thought I was going to have more time off. But as I've discovered that when I was on the road, there's work time and there's not work time. But now that I'm on the sales side, there's always possibility for work time. And, and I struggle because like sometimes, and to tie it in a little bit further, what we've been talking about is like all of our clients have become our best friends. And I have a hard time separating best friend time from work time. Do you, do you have any insights on that? You speak the truth. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. You speak the truth, but what I've found uh, is that, um, yeah, you know, it's like it, it almost seems like when you're, when you're, uh, when you, when you cross over maybe into sales or whatever, you know, uh, it, it is um, 24 seven. It is right. It's 24 seven, but it's, it's a good 24 seven because um, number one, you want the phone to ring. Number two, you want to talk to that person. And, and I've found that I've been able to, uh, you know, because I'm not strapped to the office, right. I can, okay. I'm working from home and I just, you know, was on the phone for two hours and now I'm going to, go out in the yard and mow the grass or something. Right. Uh -huh. um, oh, and then maybe the phone's going to ring while I'm mowing the grass. So I'm going to stop mowing the grass and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to my client who I'm probably pretty good friends with. And he'd be like, how's it going? I'm like, I just mowing the grass, but what can I help you with? You know, and, uh -huh. and you kind of develop these relationships, at least I have, um, where you can, you know, you, you, you can talk to these people. And I, I for me, uh, and that's, that's valuable. And my wife will be the first one to tell you, you know, and her friends like, boy's always working. You know, it's a Sunday. We're out by the pool. Phone's ringing. Eh, phone ring, pick it up. I disappear for an hour. I come back and oh, here we are again, you know, and, uh -huh. and, and it's just, uh, it doesn't bother me. It, it doesn't, I, I actually, maybe it's my personality. I kind of feed off that a little bit. Like I feed off being, being busy, I think that well, I can tell you, I know that this last six months has been very uh, hard on my mind because I'm not that busy, right? Yeah. But I look forward to the day that we can get back to that. But um, I, I think it's just part of the, the sales game, you know, and, and you, uh, you know, and I don't know how long you've been, when did you cross over? Uh I've bounced, I bounced back and forth, but most recently it was in October, just before LDI, I switched to, I took yeah. uh, the job with Ayrton. So I think, you know, you know, after a while, dude, you're just going to be like, it's the norm and it's, it's comfortable. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, I, I, I like it. Like I like to be able to turn it on and shut it off. Um, and, you know, I feel that, you know, in the middle of the day on a Thursday, if there's nothing going on, I'm going to go out and hit a golf ball or I'm going to go cut the grass or mm -hmm. trim a tree or something, knowing that at eight o'clock at night, I could get a phone call saying shit's broken or we need yeah. some, sh or we need some shit. Right. Yep. We need something, you know, and, and that's just the way it is. And, and I, I, I come to, I, I like that 
I like that pace, you know? Yeah. It's a pace, Chris. It is. It is. It's a uh, pace and, and I think you'll like it. And I usually want my pace to be at, you know, 90%. And then my wife is really good. She's very responsible. She's like, maybe you should keep it at 70%, Chris. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be taking calls at two in the morning to, uh, to Dubai, you know? Well, and in my, my provider brain and my, my hunter gatherer provider brain, I'm like, well, of course I should be. Right. Of course I should be. I mean, that's what a, a hardworking provider does. But sometimes my wife is really good at reminding me. She's like, well, maybe you need to be here with your kids for the hour while they're swimming in the pool. Maybe that's the providing you need to be. And I'm like, ah. and I have, a, I, have a t- I have a tough time maintaining that balance. And I don't know if anybody's ever gotten it perfect, but. No, I don't think anybody has. But what is perfect, right? You know, it's like people say to me all the time right now, it's like, well, you know, you should feel so great that you're home with your kids for, you know, so long, you know, like you've been home for the uh-huh. last six months with your kids. My kids are looking at me like, you ever going back to work, dude? <laughs> 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 but, um, we love you, you know, dad. But yeah, uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, I think kids are pretty resilient. I think families resilient, but your wife does have a very good point. You know, it's like, yeah, the phone rings at all hours of the evening. Um, and typically the phone does not ring in all hours of the evening unless there's a problem, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, we, you know, we grew up on the road where it was, you know, we, we were 24 seven at work Yeah, when we were, when we were touring, right. Yeah. We 24 seven pretty much. So I think, uh, that mentality transfers over to you in sales, you yeah. know, like you're, and, and I don't think that mentality is, is ever really broken. I mean, I know for sure, like, uh, my biggest problem that I have even currently as, as a, as a adult being off the road since what, 2000, 2002, actually I lied, 2004, whatever it was, but, um, I still, you know, can only sleep four to six hours. And I blame that. I blame that on, you know, concert touring, you know, yeah. you'd, you'd get, you'd get on the bus at like midnight, 1230, you know, yep. have a beer, have a beer or a pop with a couple of your friends and you were back up again at, you know, 6am. So you're sleeping five hours a night, six hours a night, whatever it was. Yeah. And to this day, I still cannot sleep more than six hours. It doesn't, doesn't matter, you know? So, uh, I, I just think our industry is, you know, we're, we're, we're a rare breed. It's a, it's a 24 seven kind of thing. You know? Yeah. I can, uh, I can be fully refreshed after four to six hours and my wife is blown away. She's like, well, how don't you need eight, nine? I'm like, no, I don't. I, I can go, I can go one or two days without sleeping. I can't go any more than that. And then I need to crash, but it's, I don't know. I, I think that's, her, I think it's the cloth we were cut from. Yeah, that's how we were raised. The the duvetine that we're made of, I guess. <laughs> or the ver- or the very <laughs> light lid you slept in. <laughs> 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 the, the VL the VL two case cover that was so comfy. Oh, uh, egg little egg yeah. crates inside there, the little egg cartons. Yeah, oh, those were, were nice. So yes, 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 yes. Yeah. As long as you were not more than i think it was was how long those were you could just your head would just stick out a little bit right 
Right on, Donnie. Thank you All so right, much buddy. for making time. I, I think there's a lot of designer me. friends. Like, hey, why don't you reach out to some account reps? You know, you've reached out to all the designers. Let's uh, let's hear from some of the people that are really making the magic happen from behind the from behind the other side of the monitor. So, yeah, it's uh, it was a pleasure talking with you, and uh, it's it's uh, really really nice to to be able to uh, feel like you know you still. You can still get get together with your buddies, have a good time, and uh, support support the people you got to support now, right? You know, support the designers, and I like that part. Thank you so much, Donnie. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Take care. Be safe out there, and uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It was good fun. Bye.